welcome to Authors on the Air. I'm your host, Pam Stack. We're proud to be part of the Authors on the Air Global Radio Network. I am live at Mystery Fest Key West with the keynote speaker, international best-selling author Jeffrey Beaver, whose new book, The Never Game, has just recently released. Jeff, welcome back to Authors on the Air. Hi, Pam. Good to talk to you as always. It's always great to see you. You are the keynote speaker here in Key West, but you just flew in from California, That's and right. then you're taking off again. I know. I forget where I'm going. It's uh, Wasn't there a movie, If This Is Tuesday, It Must Be Belgium, or If This Is Belgium, It Must Be Tuesday, one Something or the other? Like that. That's sort of the author's life. Yeah. Well, and you travel an awful lot. You, you've been back and forth from Europe a couple of times. You're going back again to Italy, I think, to continue your book tour. That's right. And um, so why come to Key West? What attracts you to here? Well, margaritas. Yeah. Oh, you want more than that, I'm sure. <laughs> um, well, a couple things. This is a, a wonderful festival that blends readers and uh, writers, which is, of course, the, great, the greatest symbiotic relationship in the world. Uh, Key West is a lovely location, of course, and, uh, you know, Papa Hemingway, a, a sort of a, a god to us all. Um, so I just uh, absolutely love going to festivals like this. It's a small, intimate group. This is kind of a boutique type of, a, of an affair here. But I also noticed when we were talking in the uh, conference room during lunch, you um, were bid on by a young woman. Yeah. Keep going, Pam. Explain that. Yeah, well, we you explain that. it because that's the middle of the conversation <laughs> that I walked that could in. Be, that, yeah, that could sound a little awkward. Um, one of the things I like to do is uh, donate my, uh, I, I guess I can call it expertise, having written 40 novels and 80 short stories or so, to uh, various causes. And I will, um, you know, do a, like a one-on-one, um, I'd say a mentoring session. And this uh, woman, whose name I don't recall at the moment, uh, bid a fair amount of money uh, for a, a charity. And I'm going to, uh, on Skype, I'm going to uh, give her the, uh, I think, the benefit of some of my uh, experience as a writer. Uh, do you choose the charities or do, do the people who bid for your mentorship? Uh, the, the, the charities call me and oh. say, Could it, would I be willing to do this at an auction? And uh, I'm always, uh, you know, generally I'm happy to uh, do it. If I can, uh, uh, you know, I can't do more than like an hour uh, sure. mentoring uh, session, but uh, I'm just delighted to do that. Anything Wait, that's a master class, though, Jeff. Yeah, basically it is, yeah. That's a master class. Um, how often do you do this during the year? Probably three or four times a year. Oh, it's incredibly yeah. generous of yeah. you. Um, when we were sitting in the room listening to the new author contest, uh, they, you know, they do like a, I think three pages they submit for an award, mm-hmm. and the second woman was talking about the Westminster Dog Show, right. which I wondered if you got a chuckle over because you actually show your dogs there. Yes, we do. Um, my partner and I have been showing dogs for about 25 years now, and um, the um, Westminster Dog Show is the not the biggest dog show in the country. That's in, I think, in Pennsylvania, uh, but this is a... Um, I would say the most prestigious. prestigious. It's like Crufts in, in yeah. the uh, United in the Kingdom. Kingdom. And uh, we do it. It's uh, utterly crazy to see 2,000 dogs strolling around New York City. I mean, there are dogs that live there, of course, but these are, these are uh, you know, groomed dogs. I always I have to hire an SUV to get them across town because our dogs have very long hair, and it's in February, so there's often slush on the streets. So they, they're pampered dogs. Where do the dogs stay when you're not showing them? Uh, well, oh, it's kind of a professional operation. Ah. I have a handler, kind of like a, ah. a horse combination jockey and groomer. Right. And they live with uh, him and his wife, uh, who also show the dogs. I, I myself don't show. I've done it on a lark, but I 
it's a real expertise, uh, right. and I have don't have that. You know, um, I love when I talk to you because you have so many different interests. I know at one time you used to ball dance. You and I have talked quite often about gourmet dinners and mm -hmm. foods and everything else. But I want to talk to you a little bit about the book because, after all, we're at a book conference. Um, I, the last time we spoke about the Never Game, I said you once again beavered the book. You threw <laughs> me for a complete loop because you always pull in technology into what seems to be a very mundane but bizarre case. Um, you're a fan of technology, aren't you? Yes, both uh, to write about because what I try to do is write a story that brings the well, in my case, the insidious side of uh, something into people's lives. Right. Uh, for instance, everybody takes a taxi cab, uh, so I brought the threats of uh, a driver you don't know into the bone collector. Right. Well, everybody's got a computer. Everybody's got a smartphone. Everybody has smart products now, like a refrigerator that tells you when the milk has gone bad. Uh, I thought, well, what a wonderful way to scare people. Uh, you know, have a psycho uh, uh, hacking into your baby cam or something like that. Right. Well, that, that's the substance of the books. But then, uh, you know, from my point of view, I always buy the latest computers, not necessarily the, the, the biggest ones, the fanciest ones, because I don't, you know, everybody watches YouTube videos and I see movies on iTunes. But I want the, um, the best word processing program I can have. I want the best research uh, search engines I can have. And I tell my students that, you know, if you really want to write a book by hand, you can do that. But I would suggest you become like an airline pilot and get the state-of-the-art equipment. And be proficient at it, mm -hmm. absolutely. So let's talk about when you talk to your students. Um, I ask this a lot, but since you do master class an awful lot, can someone be a writer if they're not a reader? No. It's no. impossible, isn't it? No, you have to love books. You have yeah. to really enjoy the act of sitting down and shutting off the TV and getting a cup of cocoa or coffee or a glass of wine and diving into the book. Do you have to write a book in order? Uh, how do you mean? In, uh, do you, you have to write a book from chapter one to the end? Oh, no. Or can you write out no, of no, order? No, you can write out of order. Uh, because what I do, I do an outline. We've talked about that before. Right. I know where the book's going to go, so I can write uh, chapter one at the end, the end at the beginning, whatever I like. Amazing. Um, would you recommend the Mystery Fest QS to writers and readers? Let me think. Yes, in a minute. <laughs> uh, it's a lovely group of people here. Uh, I felt very welcome. And, uh, you know, I go to these events, and I've been writing for uh, full-time for 30 years now. I learn things, too. It's interesting. Jeff, I know you're getting ready to do your keynote. I want to say thank you so much for being with me. You know I adore you. I'm so glad I got a chance to see you and talk to you well, again. Well, Pam, you are the best. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. And, folks, we'll talk to you soon. Have a great day, and thank you, Mom and Dad. I'll see you later. Well done. Absolutely. There you go. All right. Yeah, I just want to touch on a little.